everyone. I am Carrie Fulmeck. And I'm Carolyn Charles. And we are from the Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. Welcome to Changing Lives with a Horse, of course. Tune in to find out a ton about our horses, your horses, how they can change people's lives, personal wellness, and hear from loads and loads of wonderful guest speakers. So whether it's discussing how to hear and work with your horses in a different way, how to be selfful for you, horse welfare, or just to chat about life in general and have a good laugh, you are in the absolute right place. This is a podcast for life changers. And so it's a podcast for you. We are all life changers. Hey everybody, welcome to Equine Connection, the Academy of Equine Assisted Learning. My name is Carrie Fulmick, the founder of the Equine Connection, a master instructor, helping people globally around the world do what it is that we do, and that is helping humans to be able to move forward in their own lives, but through the power of the horse actually teaching, not us getting into the psyche of the human, <laughs> but actually allowing the horse to teach. And my name is Carolyn Charles. I'm the director of sales and marketing as well as an instructor and facilitator. And usually Carrie goes second because she comes up with the profound statements, but she kind of went through it as to what is it that we have to learn from horses? At the end of the day, as long as we are willing to stand back for a quick second and listen to what it is that they're telling us, there is so much we can learn from a horse. Life-changing stuff, people. Like, like pow, wow, like you've never heard before. And pow, wow, pow, like you've wow. never heard. And I'm sitting in a very comfy position because you see, I'm very passionate about the <laughs> horse piece and I feel like I just need to be in in a different way. It's not sitting up all straight and proper. It is being in and casual. And this is what we're actually talking about today is how in the world is the horse actually a teacher? Now, the one thing we know, we're very, very proud of the most incredible piece to our certification is the foundation of what the certification mm -hmm. is. And it is always for the welfare of our horses because we understand they're a prey animal. From that prey animal, we understand the number, number one thing that they need to feel is safe. If you take those two pieces out and you just use this living being, mm-mm-mm. There's not truth to it because you see then it's humans putting emotions onto a horse that don't exist. Because here's the thing, horses do not have a prefrontal cortex. They do not think like us. And do you wanna go into that prefrontal just a little bit more so they clearly understand yeah. what we're saying when we say that? When we say that somebody's, they don't have a prefrontal cortex, we do. That's what stops us basically from going in and looking at somebody and saying, hi, my name's Carolyn, you've got a funny forehead. <laughs> it's the things that stop us from saying things or doing things that aren't acceptable or what our social structure is or how we should act. It's what gives us the ability to say, should I tell Carrie right now that she's got something going on or should I just wait on it? They don't have that. So their piece is, I need to do this to feel safe and survive. That's how they function. That's it. But and we don't- That's simple. Yeah, so I actually think it's something that you know, we always say we have a prefrontal cortex and they don't, but they've got the ability to be too, totally, totally honest truthful all the time. And we, we don't. don't. Like really as humans, we what don't. They have and we don't by right? having this. I mean, it's good. And that's why in it is. That's why we invented. can do business yeah. and invent things. We like have electricity. It's, it, it's <laughs> wonderful <laughs> things, but this is why the mm -hmm. horse is so important to how we work with them. And of course, as we moved along in our business, this was us discovering. You don't use a horse with these mm -hmm. these exercises and programs that come with your program, but 
we didn't do it all right to begin with either. It's been through many, many courses, many programs, many certifications, many experiential learning components for us to understand, holy crap, we were doing it wrong to begin with. We were using them and putting what? Human emotion, human thoughts onto them. And that is not truth. A horse can only think, act, and respond like a horse. They will never, never, I repeat, never think like a human. So we're doing it wrong when we are saying that the horse is feeling like this or the horse is feeling like that. Now I'm gonna give you a story to begin with and then we're gonna go into specifics and how we know that the horse is actually teaching so that you can be very clear because I have to tell you, this is one of the hardest pieces when people get certified with us is understanding that the horse has to speak in order for us to actually have a step in. If the horse doesn't speak for us to step in, then we're just doing human stuff and trying to solve it's us human problems. Sorry for the oh. lack of term, oh. but it's us bullshitting at that point where we're making something up to try to make a point of what we think is the happening, horses. Yeah. which isn't true. It, and that's using a horse yeah. and we don't use horses. No. So we have, we've had many people mm-hmm. who've had other certifications and then they come to us because lots of times they didn't know what to do with that certification after they were certified. So yes, they have spent tons of money, but then they come to us. So one of the ladies, this one has always stuck with me. She, she came to us, she really loved our certification. She said, yeah, so I'm at this certification. I'm, I'm excited because I'm working with a horse. Now, as I'm working with this horse, no lead line, no halter, the horse is staying with me. And then it was kind of like as I was working with this horse, I decided that, hey, you know what? I kind of closed the chapter or I kind of finished what it was that I needed to finish. So the horse walks away. I'm thinking this is a cool story. What a lovely circular piece, right? right? Full circle, feeling good. It's beautiful. However, (laughs) then the facilitator steps in and says, hey, do you want to know what that horse is saying? now?" even for myself. If any human on this earth said to me, do you want me to tell you what the horse is saying? I'm all ears because I want to know from a human perspective how you have the right to put that onto a horse. So Mm -hmm. I would be so open. So anyways, the facilitator says to her, well, just so you know, what that horse is trying to say to you is you have too much baggage. And so the horse think no can you (laughs) comprehend how that human would have felt because a human steps in has beyond esp that a horse thinks like a human and said those words this is where we get we do we get outraged (laughs) because we're so upset that we're not working with horses in the way that we need to work with horses how does one work with a horse well first of all You gotta know through the wild who they are. What are their senses? What are their instincts? How do they communicate through verbal and through body? You have to know how they move. They don't pat each other. No. They rub each other. They they move energy on each other all the time. They need to be together. The number, the strongest instinct they have is hurting. That means they have to be together. It can't be a lonely little horse because think about even a parallel component. 
this horse as a prey animal is never safe because it does need to be with another horse. Here's the thing, they know if it's not a horse. They know that you're human, they know that I'm human. Mm -hmm. They know that a dog is a dog and a goat is a goat. And they know a horse is a horse and they need to be with a horse. You know, I was just gonna say, let's be, let's be very clear about when we talk about horses speaking. Do horses speak to us as far as what we need to learn? 100%, absolutely. If there is no fly on a horse anywhere or anything that could be bugging them and their tail is swishing, we know they are speaking to us, that something is an off. irritant, off, something in that way. So yes, horses do speak. The issue in what that lady did was she put the emotion on what the horse is saying. She put words into the horse's Human words as to why they are irritated. She has no idea. And the biggest piece is, is when we know that, when we're working with a horse and we see the tail is going or the head's high or something's going on, the only person who knows what's happening within them and the horse at that moment is the other person, the person that's working with the horse. Yeah. It's never up to the human to place something on another human being that the horse told them because they don't even think that way in the first place. So do horses speak? Yes, 100% they do. All the time. Do they speak human language? No, a horse isn't gonna say, well, I'm very upset because you were tardy today. <laughs> That's not how they, they never function. think like that. And here's the cool piece. Horses speak one language globally around the world. They're not like us humans. We've got Spanish, we've got French, we've got English, German. We have all of them. They don't have that. They speak one language. Do they hear our words? No. They're not hearing our English or our Spanish no. words. They're hearing the intent, they're our intention which is the stimulus that comes from it that goes to them. So that's a major plus. The other thing is knowing they're a prey animal. When we understand that they are prey, we know that this prey animal also has flight. Not all prey animals have flight, but our horse does. And the number one thing that they need to feel is safe. So here we go, we're horse people. Now in the olden days, I know, right? <laughs> in the olden days when I was taught to be with a horse and it was, I guess you'd say old-fashioned, old cowboy way. It was what you knew then. It is. Yeah. Like, you can't change what was done in the past because that's how we learn. So ours, well, my training was more of a control piece. So for an, an example is never let a horse into your space. So here comes a horse into my space. What do you do as a horse person? I had to take the horse and move him out of my space. He was never allowed to come into my space. How do we work with that in when a horse is allowed to teach? So we know as horse people, there is a line of respect. Mm -hmm. Of course there is, and maybe respect isn't the word, but I actually call boundary. it safety, because boundary is safety, mm -hmm. where a horse can and cannot go over. Very much so like a child. When you have that line, it keeps the child, it keeps the horse safe, because they know no crossy the line, because if you crossy the line, I gotta help you to get back to the line again, because it keeps them safe. So here's a horse, we're doing a program, whichever one it is, working with the objective, and the horse comes in and let's say, I don't know, maybe knocks Carolyn with his, with his head, like literally takes her off balance. And I always say, you know the difference with a horse who's actually communicating with you, because you gotta watch your herd. Mm -hmm. You gotta watch what other horses do when they're communicating with each other. So they do rub on each other, they do move each other, they do bite each other, they do kick each other. So you gotta see in the context and what it's being used. So when they're communicating and we're commu they're communicating with us, 
I always say it's kind of like you're always balanced. So I can say, hey, Carolyn, can I talk to you for a sec? For sure. Versus, hey, Carolyn, can I talk to you for a sec? That's no, not... you're rude. That, that's <laughs> not talking. So it's even when a horse comes in with us, nice, soft, and gentle, he really is trying to tell us confused human being something. Because why? As humans, because we are gifted with prefrontal cortex as well. We do a lot of thinking. And because we do so much thinking, we forget about our intuitive piece. And our gut, we have gut just like they do. The horse is the most feeling of all beings. Well, and an elephant. An elephant, I gotta throw it in there, because I just have to. I love your elephant. I do, because they speak from their stomach. <laughs> but very, they're the most feeling, so they feel when those things are off. So it's really important that we understand when it's communicating, they're feeling something, or if they're just being a horse and heck, I'm itchy. But anyways, let's say our horse comment pushes like headbutts Carolyn out of Ooh, the way. Would Comet have ever done that to you? Right? Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing. In horsemanship, we would say, oh, that's not acceptable, and put them back. Totally cool. However, as non-horse people, who most of our clients are, what does Carolyn, the human being, need to learn from a horse who's reacting? So this horse has headbutted her. We know the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe. But we're actually allowing this horse to come into Carolyn's space because what does Carolyn need to do? Set a boundary. Set a boundary. So <laughs> Carolyn needs to learn to stand up for herself. And who better than a 1,200-pound animal pushing her around? How do we help Carolyn to understand she's got the right, she's got the gift to actually be able to, 12, to have 1,200 pounds actually go? To the boundaries. Mm -hmm. So this is where we mean there's <clears throat> teaching in when we're allowing horses to be teachers. Because if we're just doing horsemanship, then just do your own horsemanship clinics. You don't you don't need a certification like this. We literally allow a horse to pull around another human. Why? We can step in and say, Whoa, what's going on here? So question for you. So is Buddy actually making you move or are you moving buddy they say buddy is moving mm -hmm. so who's the leader then they're gonna say buddy's buddy. the leader and i'll say but who should be the leader and they're gonna oh me so you they see, know that's what helps them to feel safe on top of it all right and they want to keep their horse safe it's almost like thinking of it as like a work relationship versus a real relationship right not ours, obviously, because we're very close at work. <laughs> but it's, it, you know, at work you have certain boundaries. You say, you know, you have your water cooler talk. Did you see that last episode of this? And this is this and this. But it's not an in-depth conversation necessarily. It's just little banter that happens, but nothing big. Because you keep that boundary in place. When you allow someone to come into your bubble, to come into your circle, like when we allow horses to come in and speak, then you have quality conversations where you get to know a whole different side of someone, including yourself while you're working with them in that way. And it's the exact same thing with horses. We get to have a different relationship with them. And I always like to tell people too, a horse is not a bully. Mm -mm. You know, when Comet, and Comet's a perfect example because he's bopped me around the arena numerous times when I am not in my thinking space necessarily. She's, but here's the thing, Airy somewhere Fairyland. else, that is <laughs> yeah. Airy Fairyland. Because with a horse, you can't think of past and you can't think of future. Yeah. Future doesn't exist. So horses feel unsafe when a human goes to this thinking thing that doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. 
But the one thing to always remember is what a beautiful gift they give us. It's not a horse bullying you. A horse will never bully a human being that way. What is he asking of me is to get into my space, to live up to the things that I can achieve, to be that person that I can be. And so I always loved people think that it's, oh, this horse doesn't like me. It never, ever, 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 ever has to do with that. It is always about there just guiding you to step into the full version of yourself. And I think what a beautiful gift that we have when you think a completely non-judgmental, totally honest creature believes in you. How phenomenal is that? Like that's the worming of cockles of hearts when you know that piece. Absolutely. And I forget there was something that you said that was so profound with the, um, the horse. Uh, believing in you. What was that? To be your authentic self. Be your Running authentic forward. self. Don't Shoot. bully. a turtle duck. Because a horse is needing, a, again, the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe. So even with what Carolyn is even saying there in that <laughs> what truth. I don't know. What, what is that? I don't know. You're doing air quotes over Carolyn. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> Carolyn is I saying. don't know. Now I've totally forgotten now. Sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> But even with Comet doing something like that, not bullying her, and, and I love the way that Carolyn thinks with that is pushing her into her own with encouragement. But through that is to also let the horse know that that's not acceptable mm -hmm. either. Because Carolyn has to be able to stand up for herself, be the leader that she is to be to herself, not to anybody else. And this is why I love all of our programs mm -hmm. so much because it actually teaches non-horse people, human beings, well, even horse people, it teaches us that we are leader within. doesn't have to do with the leaders and the followers because no. this is a totally different thing. It's only being a leader to yourself, knowing that, hey, you're cool to go with it, or heck, no, I'm not <laughs> cool to go with the crowd or to to follow the peers. I am going to stand up on my own two feet I'm to know that this isn't right. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. And again, they can't think that's what it was. A horse, because you will hear people say this all the time, this horse doesn't like me. Mm -hmm. First of all, a horse doesn't think like that. They can't think like a human. They do not have a prefrontal cortex in that kind of thought. But here's the key. Horses have stacked memories, just like you and I. We can retrieve a memory and it shows us a picture. That's the same thing with horses. Well, and all of our learned behaviors or everything that we continue to learn on is based on everything we've known before. So it is the exact same as horses that way. You know, you'll hear sometimes people say, oh, horses, this horse doesn't like men. Well, they may have had a bad experience with a man beforehand or something along those lines or a woman, whatever it may be, but they still have the ability to forgive. They still have the ability to move forward and to create new stacked memories on top of that, just as we do, which is such a cool thing when you think about it, because we all have our stuff. Mm -hmm. We all have our reasons not to have faith in another human being. We all have our reasons not to have belief in ourselves and what our capabilities are. We all do. Mm -hmm. But when you think of a horse, they don't go to the place where they're like, oh, I'm not going to kick that horse because I don't think I can. That's not <laughs> how they think, because nope. they know for mere survival alone, they have to do a certain piece. They have to be within the herd. They have to have a purpose within it, just as all of us humans do. But again, we let the brain come in and mess us up on those pieces to not see our value, not see our worth, and not see our purpose within our own herd of the human race. That oh, just got huge. Holy right Toledo woman. I, I had no idea we were so impactful. <laughs> 
but the horses are. Yes. So here, here is the key with the certification, with working with horses, the welfare of the horse first, is we actually allow the horse to be who they naturally are. So even with all the training that all of our horses have, which is fabulous, a horse will always be a horse because you, you haven't conditioned them to be a certain way. Sometimes I'll have a facilitator say, oh, my horse will never walk away from a human. I said, yeah, they will. Oh, no, they won't. I'm like, yeah, yeah they, they will. will. <laughs> because the number one thing a horse needs to feel is safe, and they are a flight animal. If they do not feel safe, they have the ability to leave. I don't care how strong, if you're the strongest man in the world, you are not going to stop 1,200 pounds from running. Nope. So this is why it's so key. And then they'll say, well, because I trained my horse not to do that. Well, you trained your horse with you not to do that. When you have two non-horse people coming in and that different stimulus comes to your trained horse, the horse is still going to act, respond, and think like a horse. It's not going to say, hey, she told me to stop. Yeah. Unless she's behind the people saying stop. A horse doesn't think like that. Sometimes we'll have people say, oh, you've trained your horses to go through the cones. Yeah. Like, what? Are okay, they well, capable let's, of going through the cones? Yeah, and yes. let's try it then. Yeah. I'm always open, especially it's only horse people who say those words, that they know it. That's not true. Non-horse people we have non-horse that. people say Did that. Did you train them to do this? No. They know what to do. And I always say, well, here's the thing with intention. What if we do this as a team even, Let's take off the lead rope. You tell him to go through the cones and let's see if he just does it. Yeah, I'll tell him. Yeah. Could you weave through the cones, please comment as he walks. As he just walks on. It's so yeah. brilliant because a horse can only think, act, and respond like a horse. That's a cool point to bring up, though, is that they do have the ability to desensitize, which is yes. different than other prey animals. You could not work with different prey animals in the same way because they don't have the ability to desensitize. So what that means is that the cones aren't going to scare them yeah. because they've seen them before, they've made a memory, this is okay. You know, having certain things in the arena, different people around, that is a desensitization piece where they're able to learn that these things, okay, it's okay that these things are around me, I'm not gonna freak out about it, right? But desensitization doesn't mean that they don't respond anymore. They must respond because that is their inner basic instinct to keep, to keep themselves safe. So if all the stimulus that's around them all of a sudden is say even staring at a cone or a pylon and everybody's staring at it thinking it's unsafe, that will become an unsafe yeah. thing to a horse because yeah. of the intention we put with it. But yeah, desensitization is very different than training. Very, very true. In a lot of ways, to do a task. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, here's the thing. What horses try to do for us, lonely little humans, because we are all confused. It doesn't matter if we're an addict, a woman, a man, a, kid and adult. a kid and yeah. adult it, it it doesn't matter because we have think and feel this is sometimes where we get lost because we're not on the same page in think and feel and it's just part of being human this is these are the things we have to learn to work with in our humanness but to horses this can also be very scary so when we think and feel something that's different you see that stimulus goes to the horse. So the horse is gonna give us a lot of talking through body. Sometimes, yes, we will have verbal, which is very exciting to have on top of the mm -hmm. body. But even through thought and feel being on the same page, we have a horse who's talking because the stimulus is going to them. So we have 
all kinds of different language through the body that the horse is going to say so we can have a step in. Beautiful moments, not so good moments, some mm -hmm. sad moments. We have all kinds of moments. And I tell you, when you're authentic and allowing a horse to just be a horse, because if you just allowed a horse to be a horse in the herd, that's what we're allowing our horses to do when they're inside the arena. And the only thing that's keeping them from being totally horsey is we do have a halter and we do have a lead rope because so we have some organization to obviously our programs yeah. right we have to be able to communicate them to say we want you to come this way with us or that so it, it works at the we pressure need release something too. Yeah. They, yeah i know we did a oh i have to remember the crying story remind me to tell you tell about the, the crying story okay we one time had a lady who was certified in something else and she said do you want me to take you through what i learned in my certification we're always open because yeah. we want to know like we're we're you know you don't know what you don't know until you do know and we are so open with learning all kinds of different styles and most importantly always open to learning more knowledge about the horse because we don't have enough we're giving you stuff but that's still not even enough you yeah. might have something that we need to hear too because we love learning about the, the scariest horse. of all people are the ones that think they know it all right like that they have it no is. more to learn no we learn it. every day, single day the day you stop learning is the day that you oh not even breathing <laughs> you're <laughs> yawn but anyways <laughs> we were doing this program with this lady in the certification and she says just go out there and that i think we had two horses that were loose in the arena and she had some uh props and stuff and carolyn and i look at each other and we're like but what do we do whatever you want but I, I don't, I don't get it. To do. <laughs> like, do you do you want us to walk around? Like, and do I'm we? I'm a very linear thing right? that way. Like, you probably would have been like, oh, I'll brush. And then I'll walk around and be like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like, I, what do, do I do with this? Right? Yeah. And do we pick up the noodle? Like, we were very, yeah, confused. very confused. And the other thing that this certification didn't have was the component of safety. Because here's the number one thing mm -hmm. our certification is, is safe. safe. People and horses. People and horses. And because, see, if we work with our horses and we understand what our horses are actually saying, number one thing, they need to feel is safe. If we keep a horse safe, our humans are always safe because we don't want an accident. We know humans can get stepped on or or bid or kicked because they don't understand those safety pieces. Mm -hmm. So anyways, we did this for 40 minutes and we didn't understand and the we horse had a little bit of fun with it because the horse we like being around horses. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but even when the horse came, we just kind of patted him. Like, is that what we're supposed to do? We, I remember we kept asking her. Can like, I touch him? Like, I are, are we allowed to? And she would say, well, you can do whatever you want to. So I'm like, so is she judging like every moment that we're not sure of what to do? Is she going to make a parallel to say you don't know what you're doing in your own life? Is this a test? Yeah, like, we had no idea. So... It was so bizarre to us, too, right? Yeah, that was a long day ago. Yeah. So here's the beauty with thinking and feeling on the same page. When we even laugh, for example, because we love laughter in our arena. Mm -hmm. Why as a human being, we think so much and we get very heavy with thought. But when we find something that tickles our little funny bone and we laugh from our toes, we are thinking and feeling on the same page horse you will see his whole body be in lower head the ears listening soft eye no tail swishing soft body see this is beautiful we're on the same page when we are in anger thought and feel 
you will see how a horse will still stay with a human who is being honest to what it is that they are feeling. A horse will stay because that's just, this is the honesty piece with what we're thinking and feeling. Horse stays. But I think to me, the most profound ones are when a human doesn't even know that they're going to cry and they don't. Mm. We have people who cry all the time, men and women. Yeah. Like it, it's really amazing. I don't think we've had kids cry though, have we? Because why? They just love it. They're just, kids are so authentic just, anyways that it's just so beautiful kids and horses together. I think it was just the, the one that we ever had that was, um, oh, the horse reminded them of their grandmother who had passed away. Do you remember oh, that? No. No? It was, <laughs> I'll be honest. It was a long time ago, but there was something their grandmother just passed away, and they were working with JR oh. again. And this horse just, I felt my grandma come through, and they cried in the debris. I remember that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. That's very sweet. But when you have a client who just unexpectedly, they are releasing, and they are crying and crying, we're not going to disturb the moment. So here's the thing. We don't say... Can Why I help crying? you? Let's talk this out. We actually allow human and horse to be in their moment because you see, they're thinking and feeling the release. They're, they don't understand why, but they're being so authentic to it. Mm -hmm. Horse stays for that human. There's something so solid with 1,200 pounds to be able to lean on. And we walk away from that because we want that human and that horse because that horse is helping that human to because mm -hmm. releasing what is that oxytocin yeah, or so. that is released when we cry like there's so many beautiful things that our human bodies actually do do for us and i love saying do do, do. it's one of my favorite things but they do do for us so we want to allow that peace because the horse doesn't go away like no, the horse is the, there authentically how the horses react is so stunning so many times because either whether it's they're allowing the person to almost drape themselves on their back yes. or they'll bring their head into the person's chest. Like it's always such a stunning thing when people do get to release that way, especially for those people that aren't big releasers otherwise. And then all of a sudden they are overcome with this emotion. You'll see your horses do these stunning connection pieces that if you did walk into that moment, you would feel so guilty for, for wrecking, wrecking it. it. Cause oh. it would, cause then you're making about you and it's not about us as facilitators. Ever. Oh, it's so, so true. Yes. This is the difference with being in horsemanship. And don't get me wrong, I think uh, some of our horsemanship trainers mm -hmm. nowadays, they're going so beautiful to connection and communication. Like, it's been a whole new way of thinking. I remember uh, Robin Schiller, Warwick Schiller, for those of you who know him, he's, he's amazing. And if you don't know him, I actually think he's one of the greatest horsemanship trainers out there. He speaks our language, accent too. right? And his <laughs> accent is fabulous. And he's got so many great parallels. I always love that parallels. But I remember Robin came and of course, we're all about communication. I looked at her at one time. I'm like, you okay with all of this stuff? Because I didn't know her husband at the time was a trainer and well-known trainer. Yeah. I had no idea. She goes, oh yeah. She goes, Warwick, he's changed everything. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is so beautiful and I do love where a lot of our horsemanship pieces are going to in connection and communication. But you see if we controlled the horse, and I always laugh when I say those words because in all reality, can you control yeah. 1,200 pounds? To an extent. To an extent. Yeah. Okay, we'll throw the fear yeah. piece in. We'll do our things that sometimes we have to do. But you see if we made a horse always just do the, the things that we think that they need to always do for our clients, 
we would be missing the opportunities that these magnificent creatures do for the people that they are trying to help, trying to balance, because we really allow the horse to come in the whole way. If a horse, if a human isn't comfortable with that, what do we help the human do? Mm -hmm. Have a boundary, do a chicken arm, back them up, say, no, you stay there, because I got to feel safer and I will stay here. So all of these components lead to that human leaving with mm -hmm. bigger and better skills. There is, uh, this is the last story. Okay. Don't you think? Well, probably. Because we can talk about <laughs> horses teaching until the cows come Maybe home. we'll do a part two one day. Yeah. Really? I, I know. So in the, all of the years that I have been doing this myself, I've only seen a, hor a horse drop a tear one time. Mm -hmm. Now, this was not a horse who had an eye problem no because goodness. we're not talking about those things. But a horse actually let a tear drop. And I was so, well, it was profound to me because I always watched the horse. I never watched the people when I facilitate. And that's our training as well. You gotta watch the partner. And the partner is your horse. Because mm -hmm. they give us all the step-in moments. Well, and us so. humans are pretty good at faking it if we have to. Well, that's right, right? right? Can't count on what a face says. No, that's yeah. true. So anyways, this horse drops a tear. I step in and I'm like, wow, did you just see what? Uh, Willow just did and this woman just started to ball now I just asked the question because I'm like is it just me yes. who saw that <laughs> but obviously see without even words that horse did the horse release a tear to help the human release this is the things I love so much because I'm like all I know is it's got to match what the horse is saying horse drops a tear I ask a question this woman starts bawling and releasing and of course after it was all said and done and this is way later she stayed there i'd say the whole time in the arena she said i had no idea i was going to have a breakdown today like she had no idea and it was a breakdown to her was coming right <laughs> yeah. exactly but it felt so so good and of course she loves her horse did she say why well like anything of like she was holding back or did she give you any of that after she probably just, did but i'm just always so in awe the yeah. they are the moments and i never need to know why no. the client needs to do it and we actually tell people we don't need to know your why because it's none of our business and we're not therapists and we're not counselors to get into the psyche of the human that would be a lot of work. Um, no. no. So whatever <laughs> no, yes. her reasons were. Yeah. It's just always amazing when we do get to find out those little bits and pieces to how intuitive the horses are. Right? Because it's always, I mean, we get to see every day how they react to people and how they help people move forward. But, you know, as a facilitator, you get to see the outcomes that happen with it too. It fills your bucket every single day you live and breathe. But I always love to have that little bit of introspection, you know, as to when people in the debrief, they're like, yes. oh, you know, I have. It's huge. Yeah, so many cool things. But you know, I do have to say something funny because we say this all the time too. So these intuitive, most feeling of beings, I mean, they're teaching us all the time. And then you open a gate. <laughs> and then you open say. a gate and you have 10 horses. They know the gate is open. They get lost. And they get confused <laughs> as to what gate. And I'm not talking all the horses. We always talk about fate okay. because... Faye seems to run the opposite way. <laughs> Where is it? And then she's calling out to the horses that she sees. And we're like, where's there? Faye. The gate is here. Like over here, here, my friend. Watch us walk through <laughs> said gate. <laughs> so, 
I thought you were brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> and it does always make us laugh because, again, a horse wow. is a horse. That's what our horses are, but they are truly a gift to all of us. Yeah. And I know each and every one of you who've ever been with a horse, who've ever smelt a horse, who mm -hmm. owns horses, you know exactly where we're coming from. But we hope that really helped in understanding these differences in our certification. Number one thing we need to always understand is how does the horse think, act, and respond? It allows us to be really good facilitators to help the human to be empowered with answers for their own life. We're not giving a human being any answers, but what we do have to make sure as certified facilitators is making sure what the human says actually matches what the horse says. Because again, if someone says, this horse loves me. I don't say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're I right. say, yeah, <laughs> tell me why you think this horse loves you so mm -hmm. much. And if the body doesn't match, so like Carolyn was saying, tail is switching, head is high, and the whites of their eye are showing, I can guarantee you this horse no love you. But I would never say that to no. a client. But now <laughs> I would help them to understand. But what does high head mean? Is that a good or no, not so good? And then she's going to say, Ooh, not so good. So let's really look at what this horse is saying right now. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then we can bring people to a different place with it as well, knowing that they're there to teach you. And that, you know, in all honesty, we know horses don't think like humans as far as even the love emotion. They don't understand those things necessarily in the same way. But what greater form of love is there than Aww. teaching? Right? Then giving empowering and giving people the strength to be their authentic selves. I don't know if there is anything better than that when there's love. And you know, isn't that our purpose on earth? Our purpose, our purpose always is, is to help another human being. But to be able to be self-full mm -hmm. by having our own businesses with horses, being able to make a living, and then you see a horse make a change mm -hmm. for a human right before your very eyes. And the human makes the change because the horse said so and not the human. I have to tell you, it's one of the most humbling experiences. It actually takes our breath away. It's such a privilege to be in one of the most purposeful things yeah. I've ever done in my entire life. Agreed. It's huge. So if you are interested at all and want to know any of what our certification is, please don't hesitate. Give us a shout. We love the phone. Well, yeah. Carolyn really likes the phone. <laughs> Like it's it's so funny too. Yeah, and she's yeah. great with texting, but yeah, email, all of it. Yep, yeah, we it. are available on any kind of platform that you want to be. <laughs> but again, if you want to connect with us, please don't hesitate to give us a shout, and you can reach us at uh, our check website. out our website. I think that has everything on it. Equineconnection.ca.